find ways of putting on the veil. The correct way, dab it on in spots, then smooth it in. Rouge should be applied in three dots on the cheekbones, fairly high near the eye. Does anyone else love watching old beauty routines, or maybe that's just me? I do find it really fascinating, hearing about face powders made of mercury and makeup made from lead. It takes a whole new meaning to beauty is pain, but it's also interesting to see how these obviously deadly chemicals were once common findings in a woman's cosmetic drawer. But things have changed since then. No one puts toxic chemicals on their face anymore. We're smarter than that now, right? While we may not be applying pure mercury, lead, or arsenic, or other toxic chemicals to our face, there are still some pretty nasty chemicals in our skincare today. And today we're gonna take a look at just how toxic some of these chemicals are, and if maybe you should be worried if your makeup is killing you on today's episode of The Corporate Casket. Waterproof, long-lasting, smudge-proof. The same qualities you look for in your makeup could also be hazardous to your health. This is something controversial. I'm calling out the entire makeup industry. These companies are telling you, yeah, it's gentle, it's safe, and then 10 years down the line, oh my God, I'm infertile. Oh my God, I have cancer. There are many concerns about EDCs or endocrine disrupting chemicals and of course cancer. MD Anderson published an article explaining that while the direct link isn't definitive, there are quite a few cancers like breast cancer, prostate and ovarian cancer that are hormonally driven and could be affected by these EDCs. These EDCs, by the way, are in a whole host of beauty products, even if they're only present in small quantities. Yet, as we've seen in the past, these things take time to develop. Those who developed ovarian cancer due to Johnson & Johnson's baby powder didn't suddenly get diagnosed as children, but the link was established enough for the court to throw a $223 million verdict against Johnson & Johnson. Therefore, even if the link between talc and makeup and cancer isn't definitively established right now, it's no wonder people are concerned about it for the future. The newest trend in the cosmetic industry, clean beauty. Demand for natural products without the chemicals, now a concern for industry regulators. We believe that testing methods for asbestos in these products are of the utmost importance. The FDA, for the first time in 50 years. According to asbestos.com, about half of consumers are worried about toxicity in makeup, and more than half of Americans wrongly assume that the FDA governs what's in your makeup. Now I've said it before, and of course I'll say it again, the FDA does not regulate what's in makeup. Their labeling requirements are weak at best, their enforcement guidelines are pitiful, and if it's a beauty product or even a moisturizer or even something like hair dye, they don't really give a damn what you're actually putting on your body. Cosmetic products like shampoo and makeup may be more dangerous than ever before. Health-related complaints about cosmetic products are at an all-time high. Currently, cosmetic manufacturers have no legal obligation to report health problems from their products. Between 2004 and 2016, there were over 5,000 health-related complaints reported to the FDA due to cosmetics. The three most commonly cited products were for hair care, skin care, and tattoos. So makeup causes cancer and essentially we're just all gonna die from having glamorous eyeshadow. Is that really it? No, not really. Well, 
We don't exactly know, but at least it's not a 100% fact at this time. We know what possible carcinogens are, and we know that regulation is weak, but different countries, laws, and studies all have their own perspectives on this issue. Potential carcinogen, or possibly deadly, means different things to different people. Hell, the amount of contrasting opinions on this is pretty staggering, actually. One of my sources, McGill, has said that you need to eat six lipsticks a day to be in any real danger of lead poisoning. They write that the risk is a matter of three things, hazard, exposure, and vulnerability. Their article gives the comparison of apples and formaldehyde. While eating formaldehyde sounds horrific, toxic, and dangerous, apples contain it. It's in such a minute quality that no, it's not as if you're taking a big bite into embalming fluid, and you're certainly not at the same risk as someone who's around it all the time. Putting on a teeny bit of lead when in lipstick is not the same as eating a highly toxic lead paint. But in other sources, such as an EHP paper in the National Library of Medicine, say that there's hidden lead in cosmetics from lower income countries. Though the quantity is small, it's the frequent exposure that worries these researchers. Quote, the frequent and long-term use of contaminated cosmetics raises the risk of cumulative exposure. Lead persists in the body for decades. In pregnant women, lead has been associated with spontaneous abortion, hypertension, and poor birth outcomes. During pregnancy, it can be reabsorbed from a woman's bones into her blood, exposing her developing fetus. The lead, talc, and other chemicals in your makeup might be hurting you, but they're definitely harming and killing child laborers and workers mining for those ingredients, like those that mine for mica. Thankfully, the beauty industry has noticed this, and many large players within it say they want to be more sustainable. Unfortunately, the greenwashing and flippant use of the word natural may have had the complete opposite effect and it's making your beauty routine more shady than ever. And no, not, not good shades as in eyeshadow or anything or you know smoky eye looks, but just really, really bad. Obviously, beauty companies want to say their products are clean if this is what consumers are interested in. And sure, some people in the industry might be willing to lie to get you to buy their products. Shocking, I know. Now, on the other hand, it's not really lying to say that you have a natural product with talc or arsenic or other potentially harmful chemicals in it because those things are natural. But it's the implication, the idea that natural products are somehow superior that can pose a problem here. What should you avoid in your skincare? Well, there are thousands of potentially toxic substances and ingredients that can be in your skincare, especially if you live in the United States. So we're gonna go over- There are ingredients that are known as formaldehyde releasers, or when combined with something else, another ingredient, they could combine to- These are literal carcinogens that are in our beauty products that we are putting on our face. And this is literally the same petroleum that goes into gas that we put in our cars. So yeah, unfortunately, the word clean, natural, green, or whatever you want to call it, might mean that there's no formaldehyde in it. And while plenty of makeup lovers may want to avoid this chemical in case it makes them sick, not having formaldehyde can make you sick too, because it's effectively a preservative that keeps mold away. Therefore, there's been some debate that clean makeup and clean beauty are incredibly dirty and dangerous in a whole new way. Krupa Kroeslein, founder of KKT Consultants, spoke with Refinery29 and said that this lack of preservatives have become an issue within the clean beauty space. Companies may toss out these chemicals, but you can't simply toss them out and just not replace them, especially given that bacteria and fungi can grow easily on makeup being used in people's bathrooms and then, you know, of course, that gets placed on their skin. Other sources, such as JAMA Dermatology, say that the clean beauty industry has its own dirt. 
and goes too far the other way, erasing all chemicals, good and bad, for hardly any reason until there aren't preservatives such as parabens left. For instance, Goop has said that formaldehyde is basically the devil, right? Yet their natural products, touted as superior, aren't exactly a great alternative. Are they clean and fresh? Sure, I suppose, whatever that means, seeing as there's no regulated definition for that. But their vaginal products have absolutely no scientific backing behind them, and that can put a lot of people at risk. That could potentially be considered dangerous for some people. Paltrow's health advice has been all over the place and, again, touts pseudoscience to the masses. Her claims about her competitors' dangerous products are exaggerated, and she links any paraben whatsoever to cancer, despite many doctors not following suit. All that said, would you really rather wear Paltrow's goop than the latest Wet n' Wild or Sephora palette or something you buy at Sephora? I don't know. Because while potentially hazardous and unregulated chemicals aren't great, neither is greenwashing. The illusion of safety and the lack of basic safeguards is something that, you know, it gets put in your face every day, it seems. It's no wonder the beauty industry itself has become controversial because of this, because everyone from beauty lovers to makeup brands are putting their two cents in. So who exactly do you listen to? If you can't trust what's mainstream because of potentially dangerous chemicals or, you know, maybe carcinogens or whatever, and you also can't trust clean or green skincare because of possibly dangerous formulations, then where exactly do you go? Thankfully, there are some suggestions you can follow to keep yourself from getting completely lost. And we're gonna take a look at what's potentially next for this industry right after a word from today's sponsor. The new year is a great time to grow your business. But if you're stuck in the trenches of daily tasks like managing order fulfillment, then you're not really able to focus on what really matters, like increasing sales. ShipStation can help increase your profitability by automating your workflow and keeping costs down with industry-leading discounts. No matter where you sell or how you ship, your business can grow with ShipStation. And ShipStation is incredibly easy to start using. There's even a free trial and it's really quick to set up. You can even do it through an app on your phone. So if you've never tried ShipStation before and you have a growing business, even if you're just starting out, now is the time to try ShipStation. ShipStation allows you to automate shipping tasks and manage orders in one simple dashboard. And it integrates everywhere you sell online. That includes Amazon, Etsy, eBay, Shopify, like wherever you sell, chances are ShipStation will be right there by your side to help you. And they'll help you manage your orders, print labels, compare shipping rates, and make sure that you're optimizing every shipment every time. And ShipStation also offers industry-leading discount rates from USPS, UPS, DHL, and Global Post, with discounts up to 89% off of USPS and UPS rates. Did you know that over 130,000 companies have grown their e-commerce businesses with ShipStation, and 98% of those companies that stick with ShipStation for a year become customers for life? So this year in 2024, make it one of your most profitable yet with ShipStation. Use promo code CASKET today at ShipStation.com to sign up and get your free 30-day trial. Again, go to ShipStation.com, use promo code CASKET, and get a free 30-day trial. Thank me later. Toxic makeup is made of forever chemicals. These chemicals help cosmetic products last longer. That's because they don't break down naturally. And this shelf life comes at a cost, a cost that you are bearing. The cosmetics industry has been trying to hide this cost. You can take small steps to lower your exposure if that's something you're worried about. Whether that's mercury and anti-aging products, fragrances that can cause fertility issues, and dyes possibly linked to cancer, there are a few tips and tricks to keep in mind that may make things easier. 
The first step of this is knowing which chemicals may actually be harmful. Not dubious ones, but ones that genuinely seem to do damage and just haven't been banned because there isn't enough evidence. Not enough evidence in the US anyway, as they have been banned in other countries. I won't bore you with the entire list as you can look in my sources for that, but this is step one. If your favorite skincare or shampoo has it, maybe it's worth making a switch. Obviously that's up to you, but hey, if you've stuck out this long in this episode, then chances are that these chemicals might be of concern to you. The second step is thinking about how you use these products. Quote, one approach is to reduce the things that you're putting directly on your skin and that stay there for long periods of time, said Ami Zota, an associate professor of environmental health sciences at the Columbia University Mailman School of Public Health. You rinse off shampoo pretty quickly, but what about that hair mask you're leaving in overnight? Which one would you be a bit more cautious about? That's the gist, really. It's not just what chemicals we're near, but how we're being exposed to them. Like millions and millions of Americans have lead paint used in their homes, and it's not a problem. None of them, I hope, are going around licking and biting on their walls every day. However, we've all heard about the danger of lead paint on kids' toys because it's a different scenario. As for the last piece of advice, consult a database. See what other third parties say about your product, about the risk, look for certifications on your product or brands of choice and advocate for better regulation. There is no clear answer. None of this is as transparent as it needs to be. And we as consumers are left holding the short end of the stick again. Is your makeup killing you? The answer is unclear. Good morning, everyone. I hope I'm going to be able to help you all with any problems you might have by showing you exactly how I go about my daily skincare myself. First, I use my cleansing tape. Before starting anything, one should start off with a clean slate, as it were.